What do you do when you realize that you're a woman trapped in a man's body? What do you do when you realize the man you married is a woman? In this series, we reflect on our past to discuss how we got here and explore where we can go from this point moving forward. Hi, and welcome to The Rage. My name is Jennifer Termini. And I'm Calista Termini. And today, as promised by this one, we're going to be talking about love languages. We're going to take a deeper dive into it. A deeper dive indeed. Yeah. So first, I'm going to let us all know that the author of The Five Love Love Languages is Gary Chapman. So he wrote a book, and it outlines five different ways that you respond to the way you feel love, how you receive love from, there's different categories. We're going to be talking about just the relationship category, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to just quickly mention that there are other categories. There's, um, I'm just going to look at my notes real quick. There's romantic, family, friends, and workplace. So there's a little quiz, a little test that you could take for each one of those categories because how you feel about a romantic partnership might not be how you feel about a workplace um, how you feel appreciated and loved in a workplace so they're mm-hmm. going to be different so um well so we did the romantic one. we did the romantic one yeah. yeah so tell me what was your results because i know you think you know well you know it's interesting like it's um i wasn't really thinking like i took it and um and i think it this seems to make sense to me, and I think it's different from what it used to be okay. before my transition. So, um, tell us, recap what it was before your transition. Well, I'm what not, you thought it was. Uh, so I would B- before sure. So I think that before uh, probably. So there's five. There's five areas. So you have quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, and acts of service. And I think in the past, it would have been words of affirmation and quality time. Wait, you said physical touch last week, didn't you? I don't remember. Uh, That's why I'm, I didn't want you to look at that. I wanted you to just go. It's okay, but yeah. I, I wanted you to just go off what you thought it was before, because I think we'd have to roll back the tape and check, <laughs> which we won't do. But... I think you said it was physical touch and words of affirmation, but that's okay. Yeah. Now that you know, tell us what your results are. So it was interesting. What was interesting was that four out of the five were all in the uh, 20 percentile range. So between 20 and 30. Okay, get to it. Tell us what they are. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. I like to have a little bit of detail and not like we're pressed for time. So um, anyway. Says the one who's not hungry. Okay, says the one who wants wine. Um, <laughs> the the most one was quality time at twenty seven percent for me, um, and I think that holds true. Like I do value like time together as being very important. I think also a lot of that has to do with um, 
feeling nurtured uh, for me by being with someone. And, you know, and I do have, I recognize like for me in the past, I've had issues regarding um, rejection and abandonment. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. being with that person means a lot to me. Okay, so if they're taking time to be with you, that means something. It does, yeah. yeah. Um, and, And I do, and I don't have to be doing something constantly. I just... Being together, spending time together is meaningful to yeah, me. Yeah, even just sitting next to each other on a sofa watching the sunset or whatever. And Yeah, or watching yeah. TV or whatever. And that's, some of that is actually my favorite things. Yeah. Um, you know, even thinking back to like when you and I were together, um, some of the shows that we used to like watch together and things like that. And they're very fond memories. Of, yeah, which which ones? I liked Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah, I certainly did, too. I like that. And The Amazing Race. The Amazing Race we used to watch. Oh, that mm-hmm. was such a fun show. Survivor. Mm-hmm. You wanted me to go on Survivor <laughs> and The Amazing Race with uh-huh. with you. And I was like, watch on Fear Factor. I was watching like... I jo- didn't want to go on Fear Factor. Well, we were watching Fear Factor at the time. And I think Joe Rogan was the host. And they were eating like um, cow eyeballs or something. And I remember thinking, there is no way <laughs> no. I'm going to go and, and do something like no. that. But you were very serious about wanting to go on survivor I yeah think. like or the amazing race yeah. or one of the probably the amazing race i think we even went so far as to fill out an application we might have yeah <laughs> i mean i would do the amazing race i still would in a heartbeat that would be so fun <laughs> um so anyway so things like that were always very meaningful and fun for yeah. me um the second one down is physical touch coming in at 23 <laughs> percent um and that is uh i like touch i like touch a lot and i like it a lot more than i used to and that's important to me um i think that while you and i were together um you know there was a lot of hugging and things like that i mean i don't know if there was i wouldn't say there was a lot of hugging. okay all right there was some hugging mm-hmm I remember hugging you from behind, like you'd be standing, this is what I remember a lot of, you'd be standing at the kitchen sink doing something, and I'd come up and embrace you from behind, Mm -hmm. and just give you a hug, and then go over to the stove and start cooking something. There was, I felt like there was a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. And there was always a hug when we came home. Yes. Because that was a rule that we created when we got married, was no matter what happens, someone comes home, you drop what you're doing, you get up and you greet them with a hug. Mm -hmm. And we, we maintained that. The whole time. So So in that respect, there were a lot of hugs. There was. There was. But there was no extracurricular hugs. There was (laughs) no extracurricular (laughs) hugs. Um, But I do, I think now that I've softened a bit and also don't feel, um, don't feel like I need to hide my my true self Mm -hmm. that need for um for touch and intimate touch and things like that has dramatically increased for me in terms of its importance so Mm -hmm. you know coming in at number two (laughs) is that okay so what's number three so number three is um words of affirmation Mm -hmm. um yeah of course like everybody wants to know that they are appreciated and loved and i think for me validation you know, I don't need validation from people that I don't know. Like if somebody I don't know says something, you know, wrong or even like even if I like Well, but this is relating to romantic. Yes. You might yeah. want that in a work environment, but maybe not romantic. So in a in or not want that. I, I see what you're saying. Um, 
but it comes in at number three. And again, that comes in at 20%. So the difference between that and, you know, spending time together at 27, you know, it's a seven point difference. So it's still like, you know, wanting to know that I'm appreciated and being validated by my partners, really something that I look for. If I don't get those words of affirmation, then yeah, I think I feel um, like, you know, oh, I guess they don't really care. They're not thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's next? Um, so, all right, number four is receiving gifts. And I would say, like, it comes in at 20 as well. So, you know, words of affirmation is number three. I would say receiving gifts is number four in that respect. Even though it's the same percentage, it doesn't feel as important to me as other things I don't need. I mean, sure, I like getting flowers or um, something special always makes you feel loved and appreciated. So I definitely like that. And I like the little things that know that that person is thinking about me, but I don't require it. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not a requirement in order for me to feel love. Okay. And then the last thing is acts of service, which Mm -hmm. came in at 10%. Mm -hmm. And you know, um, I think in the quiz, it was asking, like, if someone goes on errand, runs errands for you, or, you know, <clears throat> washes your car for you, or does, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, all of that is nice. It's just not something that I look at as like, oh, wow, this person really loves me and cares about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also, for me, as someone, it's as considering by someone who's extremely capable, mm-hmm. um, and also maybe a little having issues with control. Uh, <laughs> Just a little? I like to be able to do things myself. Um, usually, and, and I'm not saying that this is a good quality, but I usually know that if it's something important, that if I do it myself, it's going to get done the way that I want it to yeah, get to done. To your satisfaction. And that's a very different thing than... Uh, you know, I've had to learn too, just in many areas of life, to let go of my expectations of how something is getting done. It can, things can be done in different ways. Mm-hmm. And just because it's not done my way doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it. Right. But all the same, it's the, it's the least important thing on my list. Okay. Yeah. Anything else to add? No, that's it. What about you? <laughs> okay. So my love language i had always thought that number one was physical touch and i really didn't think that anything else mattered that much um i do like words of affirmation and i do like quality time but in the past i never thought that that carried as much weight now i took the test and the results are a little bit different so mine say (laughs) mine say um physical touch is number one quality time is number two Acts of service is number three. Words of affirmation is number four. And receiving gifts is number five. But what I will let you know is receiving gifts got 0%. I literally (laughs) don't care about gifts. Don't get me wrong. If it's my birthday and it's Christmas and someone gives me a gift and I like it, wonderful. But it is not a requirement to have me fall in love or for me to feel loved. I just don't care about gifts, which I don't know why that is, but it just is what it is right now. And I just need to interrupt for a second. That's so true because I remember like during like Christmas gifts and things like that, you're like, yeah, I want a bench. 
<laughs> you know, um, I, mean, I wanted pistol, mortar and pistol, you know. Like yeah, but like... I, but there was a little more to that because I, if I knew that if I wanted like jewelry or something romantic that you wouldn't quite give me what I wanted and then I would be disappointed. And that, so ha- I just took, and that happened. Yeah. So I just took that off the table there. <laughs> um, so maybe in a year from now, maybe I'll feel differently. But what's interesting to me is that... Um, so physical touch is still, it's 33%. That's still right up there, and I totally agree with that. And quality time and acts of service, quality time was 30%. I like being in the company of loved ones. I like it even if my boyfriend is just asleep on the bed and I'm working on the computer, just knowing mm-hmm. that he's there and relaxed and comfortable. I like that. I just like the presence, the energy that's in a room when someone's with you. And, um, and that he's comfortable to just be there. And then the acts of service is a new one for me. I absolutely love it. Like if he empties the trash, if he empties the dishwasher, fills it back up without me asking or saying anything, which he does all the time, I just think, my goodness, like to me, that is just so loving. It's like an un... It's like an unsavory thing that nobody likes to do, you know, but he's doing it with a smile on his face. And I just appreciate it so much. It makes me just want to give him a big hug and a kiss and just say thank you. And what can I do for you? You know, mm-hmm. what delicious dinner can I make for you? Or can I make you a cocktail? Or can I, you know, whatever. We won't get into the details. But you know what I mean? Like, I just, it makes me want <laughs> to do things. my mind go places. <laughs> it makes me want to do things for him. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I like that. And then the words of affirmation, that's only 10%. I kind of feel like I don't trust words 100%. So if somebody... <laughs> I don't trust words, you know. <laughs> words yeah so like if somebody (laughs) says you know oh i love you or you're beautiful and i don't really it doesn't necessarily carry as much weight as someone doing something for me or giving me a hug if somebody gives me a hug and a kiss i feel like i look beautiful to them i look attractive to them i don't need them to say you look beautiful you look attractive because their actions are showing me and making me feel (laughs) that way okay isn't that interesting (laughs) yeah and I'm still laughing that you're saying, I don't, I don't trust, trust words. words. <laughs> I know. Well, words can <clears throat> fail you. Words can lie mm. to you. Words cannot be um, well, uh, honest. I'll say this, that there are a lot of people that go around who are not impeccable with their word. And, um, you know, it's sort of on another list of things. Um, the five agreements. Four agreements. Four. <laughs> five love languages, four, four agreements. Four agreements. We'll just clear that up right and now. And one of the four agreements is always be impeccable with your word because your words have power. Your yeah. words, you know, if I said an unkind thing to my daughter, she would remember that and she would ingrain that. And, you know, if it was something like me saying, God forbid I ever say anything, you know, that isn't, you know, um, loving and caring about her, she would hold on to that and she would make it true about herself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, I think in the book they say, like, our words have, are like magic. Words have have weight. Yeah, well, they, they, they're also magic. Like we talk about casting magic spells. Mm. The words that you say, absolutely. And the words that you think as well. You can think yourself into success or failure or happiness or sadness, being fat, being thin. There's, there's things that can drive you in a direction, good or bad, based on what you think, how you yeah. talk, how you speak, how you, what you well, hear. And as my girlfriend says, and I've definitely taken this to heart, what you focus on expands. Mm. So if you are focused on fear, 
loss and scarcity. And as a trans woman, uh, certainly experiencing a lot of all three of those. And you used to think about those things a lot the when time. you were yeah. uh, presenting male. You yeah. were constantly living in fear, scarcity, scarcity self-doubt. Yeah, and, and loss. And loss. Yep. Um, and the, no matter what anyone said to you. No, of course, because I wasn't I wasn't living authentically. I was, you know, ever you know, getting to that whole story. Yeah. But um, but the opposite of that is to focus on gratitude, um, joy, and abundance. Yes. And I definitely have noticed how that's shifted in me. So yes, the 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 messaging, the conversation that we have with ourselves, as well as our words, they need to be impeccable. Um, so not having to do with the four, uh, five, uh, five love, love languages, languages, but, um, well, it does because if words of affirmation are important and we know they are, mm -hmm. uh, some more for others than not, but be impeccable with those words. Don't tell someone you love them and you think they're amazing. If you don't, mm -hmm. you're not being impeccable with your words. And if you do love someone and think they're wonderful, tell them. Yeah. So don't withhold it and don't give it away so freely that it doesn't mean anything. Sure. So sure. that that's a interesting balance to find. Yeah, absolutely. And, and being impeccable with it is a very succinct way to describe that. Yes. I like it. I do too. I do too. So maybe if more people were impeccable with their with their words, you would trust words more. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Um, but getting back to the f uh, five love languages, yes. um, you know, do you think that yours have changed over time? Yeah. Well, a little bit, not a lot, but I um, actually no. I think mine have been pretty consistent. I just was surprised at um, that. Uh, well, acts of service was sort of a new one for me. Like that. That's the only one that surprised me. The rest, I love quality time. I love physical touch, but the acts of service didn't really care. I didn't care about that in the past. Now I do. So mm -hmm. the, yes, the answer is yes, they have changed a little bit in the past three years yeah. since we've split. And it's interesting, like as I, I think acts of service, I don't know where that would have been with me in the past, but I assume it's kind of, it would have remained on the bottom and- Well, what could anyone do for you because you did everything for yourself? So like, for example, if I need my oil changed in my car, my boyfriend can do that for me. If I need my brakes changed, he can do that for me. He has done that for me. You would always do that stuff for yourself. So and I, I could, yeah, and I still do so it I could for never, myself. I could never do that for you. Mm -hmm. And anything to do with computers, you would rebuild the computers. You would do all that yourself. Anything. Still, I'll do that yeah. myself. So yeah. the, those are, and those are the things you value. You value your car. You value technology. You value like well, you did in the mm -hmm. past value having a nice, clean, capable, good-looking car, mm -hmm. and you well maintained it. Yeah. So that I couldn't do those things for you. So those acts of service were not even available for mm -hmm. me to do. The only things I could do for you would be make you a nice meal, um, take you somewhere, like take you to see Book of Mormon or something, because mm -hmm. you wouldn't do that for yourself. Yeah. You would have thought that was too expensive, too extravagant. Mm -hmm. So I did do that for you. And you liked it, but th there's few and far between the things that we could do to be an act of service for, that you would yeah. appreciate. Well, and you know, it's interesting because I think now, like, while I can still do those things, and I, I was, you, oh, the word that you said, like, those are the things I value, like, I definitely don't part of it was escapism oh, like okay you know like these are things that i can do and i can escape doing like tinkering with stuff and fixing uh, things so all of be that away was, from everyone well, yeah it's all you know and very like technical or um you know uh what's the word i'm looking for um 
being in my head about things when disconnected from my emotions yes um is a very um it's a coping mechanism yeah i'm trying to think of you know like um speaking of again like other sorts of like systems and lists and things remember how there was like um oh uh, being analytical like remember when they had those four squares that we did at discovery oh, right where it was the uh the analyst the helper the controller and the promoter yeah i was the promoter i thought you were the he i thought you were the i was the the dolphin i think which was like i thought the you promoter. were i thought you were the whale oh what the oh yeah the whale but yeah what's the whale the whale's like good time the no, <laughs> <laughs> no the, the, whale, good time whale. the whale is the helper Oh, the whale's the helper? Yeah, you were the helper. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I was. I was. I wasn't the good time dolphin. I was the helpful whale. You were the helpful whale. <laughs> yes. And I was the and I was the sea urchin. Yeah, you like, were the analytical sea urchin. Yeah. You were kind of prickly. Yeah, that does sort of describe us back yeah. then because I was a little heavier then too. So. <laughs> so, and it's interesting now, like I definitely don't value my... Uh, analytical side as much I think well I think I found a way to connect my an analytical behavior to my um to my heart and to my emotions being a therapist yeah and and so I'm so in in this uh diagram it was like so you have basically uh four squares and on the top it was um, analytical, which was the sea urchin, um, the whale, which was the helper, uh, down uh, diametrically across from the sea urchin was the dolphin, which is the promoter, and then diametrically across from the whale was the shark, was the shark which is the controller. controller so yeah. the two that you were closest to are the ones that you were most like. So we have all four of these, but we have them. Um, so the one that I was least like was the promoter, which is typically someone who's superficial, who's always like, oh, Super it's superficial. Oh, superficial. Yeah, because they're always like, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Like, oh, but I also see promoter as someone who's just being joyful and uplifting okay. and happy and engaging people. They can, but they sometimes they lack um, substance. They're okay. the people who like to have a lot of friends as opposed okay. to a few close friends. And okay. I'm thinking of one person in particular. I am too. We're thinking of the same person. Yes. I'm sure. Yeah, and anyway. and they definitely fit that role to a T. Um, but so what I've noticed is I've migrated more over to the whale in 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 my transition and being more myself. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is that I I'm less focused on analysis and you know being up in my head more connected to helping and healing and, and being that person more much heart. much more down in there but that yeah. also opens me up to being more of a promoter which mm -hmm. i think is definitely true because i feel more connected to the th things that i'm talking about or the things that i'm doing mm -hmm. um, so i have no problem promoting myself yeah um and then the thing that I'm least like is the controller. Mm -hmm. and But you used to be a more analytical controller. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and I was whale promoter. Yep. So we were like on two sides of the diagram, just like... <laughs> a little bit, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> um, but it is, it's interesting to see how things change over time. Um, and there's all kinds of other tests. Like I need to, I want to do the Myers-Briggs test again. Oh, that is actually how we connected in the first place. Our yeah. very first date like at a restaurant we spent 
at least an hour talking about Myers-Briggs test yep. and we both were the same outcome. And then we were talking about your mom's, um, your grandma's pasta sauce recipe and how you like to prepare that. Yes. And I was just very <laughs> intrigued by uh, your yeah everything that you were talking about that yeah. night actually i think i did do a myers briggs test recently it used to be that i was an enfp yes and don't ask me to remember what those mean well, i kind of know um, but go ahead what do you know i think i am now i'm still enf uh j now i think i'm an enfj okay so i think enfp which is what i was was extrovert i think the n is intuitive N oh uh, nurturing nurturing maybe uh, F is feeling, and P is perceiving. Perceiving. So J, you've gone from perceiving to J, which is judging. Judging. Which does it can probably be a little more analytical rather than just being a judger, right? Well, no, it's it's different. It isn't like, and I think this is where I don't really maybe understand. judging is thinking and. Well, okay, you know yeah. what? We shouldn't even dive. We should do this on another <laughs> yeah. episode. Well, stay tuned for the Myers-Briggs test yeah. edition. Um, yeah. So we'll do that at some point, yeah, and get into that. But um, anyway. So one final thing. I have yeah. one more thing on my notes. Was that the um, Gary Chapman's other work has... To, there's other versions of these tests, and he's got a one for men, one for military, one for apologies mm. and one for anger assessment. So the language that that uh, resonates for each of these categories. So anyway, just something to check out if you are on the internet looking for some fun things to kind of do <laughs> and maybe find out about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Conversation starters at parties. I think another thing that would be interesting too is to take that test that I took again. The, just the love language? Yeah, the, the love language. Mm -hmm. Because I wonder if it would, what those, if I took it again, the, the questions can be leading. Mm -hmm. So you do have to sort of really like recognize like when I'm making this choice, making that choice that feels right for you. I, I notice like, oh, this one is asking about something that's more touchy-feely. This one's asking for more like acts of service. And so staying, like I was really trying to stay truthful to what I was feeling in the moment. Yeah. But I also wonder like if I was in a different state of mind, if my results would be different. Yes, I think it would. Because yeah. we're fluid. We're not just static people. Yeah. We have changing moods and feelings and thoughts. Yeah. So yes, it would be a fluid situation. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and I definitely hold the door open to be able to change my mind whenever I want to. Mm -hmm. That's something that's been very new. Like I do, I change my mind a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, okay. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you for watching today's episode. We appreciate it. Yeah. If you'd like to see more, please hit that subscribe button below like and share and contribute to our Patreon and comment. Yep, we love the comments and we are trying to answer um, as many as those as we can. Yeah, and so, if you have a, a topic that you want us to talk about, oh, yeah. please put those suggestions in there. And sometimes we see your comments and that brings up a topic for us. So it's very helpful. Yep, and there actually is a topic that I want to do in the future, which uh, someone asked uh, how like what it meant for me to be a woman. Mm -hmm. Like what, what do I notice and what does it mean for me? And I thought that was an awesome question because it's something that I spend a deal of time thinking about. Okay. So look right. for that in an upcoming episode. Anyway, um, thanks again and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for tuning into The Rage. If you haven't done so already, please hit the like, share, and subscribe button now. We truly appreciate all your wonderful support. Find us on social media at The Rage Episodes. And leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Want to get more involved? Join us on Patreon. Supporters receive extra benefits as well as access to member-only content. Thanks again, and have a beautiful day.